The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data, Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, a Ben J. Shap LLC production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast. Today, we're going to discuss the latest trends in the MarTech landscape. Joining us is Oren Greenberg, who's the head of Fractional CMOs at Curve, which is a hybrid agency and consultancy that provides strategic insight and executional marketing support. Curve tailors its team around each client's digital marketing goals, and rather than employing generalists, they handpick specialists to ensure that their clients have the right talent for the job. So far this week, Oren and I have talked about his evaluation of the MarTech industry's traffic. We talked about who are some of the biggest creators of traffic for the MarTech industry. And today we're going to talk about what are the fastest growing marketing channels for the MarTech industry. All right, here's the third part of my conversation with Oren Greenberg, head of fractional CMOs at Curve. Oren, welcome back to the MarTech podcast. Thanks for having me again, Reggie. Excited to wrap up our conversation. We talked about the study that you've been running, evaluating traffic patterns in the MarTech industry for three years. And for anybody that didn't hear the first two parts of this conversation, first off, go back and listen to Orin and I rap. But the takeaway is the MarTech industry has been growing for the last three years. There's obviously a bunch of new companies that had entered the space. And when we think about who is driving the traffic, there are the mega platforms, Facebook, Google, Twitter, driving the lion's share of the traffic. We get into some ad platforms like Taboola and Outbrain that report traffic. That isn't necessarily an indication of whether their end destinations are growing. It's just kind of a factor of their business. And then only 2% of the traffic being driven in the MarTech industry is being driven by everybody other than 25 of the top companies. And to me, that's really where we need to focus. So what I'm curious to hear, Warren, when we think about what are the marketing channels that are helping, you know, mostly that 2% of the MarTech industry that is trying to drive traffic to generate business results, I'm curious to hear what you think are the channels that are actually driving that traffic. What is the MarTech industry really doing to drive growth? Help me understand the marketing mix for the MarTech industry. So... This piece of data, which originally when I was looking into, I thought was going to be the most exciting of the overall report that I've created. But actually, it was very hard to get insight that's very tangible and tactical. So I think the overview is very interesting. But then trying to actually get deeper into it is really needs to be done on a specific cohort of websites or specific categories. But I'm just going to give you a quick breakdown 
of what that mix looks like. And the first channel by far is direct, which is not too surprising, with 58%. And if you think about direct, it's pretty much a catch-all for everything. So for example, I go and I speak on a podcast, someone goes and checks out my website. I don't know where that came from. You know, it's just called in my direct in Google Analytics, and that's the biggest channel. So it's a catch-all. So it's the least interesting, but still, you know, you could say on average, I can expect 60% of my traffic to come from direct. The next one, which is also not so surprising, but maybe the percentage is, is organic search. And organic search, which is the second largest channel, has 37% of all the traffic. Now, every other channel effectively is competing for peanuts. So display is fractional. It's like less than 1%. Paid search is only 1%. Email is less than 1%. Referrals is 3%. And social is 1%. And those kind of cover the main key channels that the tool is able to capture. So first off, the primary growth channel for the MarTech industry is building your brand and having people come to you direct. And that gets into various difficult to track marketing channels. Let's say podcast is one of them, but just building your brand overall and then creating content. And I think that when most brands in the MarTech industry are thinking about building their companies, starting to drive traffic, getting interest in their brand, they're thinking about an advertising strategy. Turns out that is driving a very small percentage of their growth, right? The Facebook and LinkedIn advertising that you're probably leaning on when you're a relatively new entrance into the MarTech industry is not going to be something that you can rely on to grow traffic overall. Now, you mentioned that referral traffic was a small portion. I'm actually a little surprised about that. Tell me about some of the research you've done related to referral traffic. I was also surprised that referral traffic is only 3%. I wasn't surprised by the paid being less than 1% in aggregate because generally from the 1940s until today, it was quite interesting, is that advertising represents 1% of GDP per country on average. So it's kind of interesting to see that it represents also 1% of total traffic on average. And it's also staggering to think how much money Facebook and Google are making from just 1% to 2% of all the total traffic. Now, when we look at referral, I think referral is the most interesting channel because it's an indication of earned quality or word of mouth, but effectively website linking to website, earned media from press releases, maybe affiliate sites, et cetera, blog posts, guest blog posts. Now, When we looked into the referral data, we found an interesting insight, which was also unexpected, was that businesses that tend to go into hypergrowth, so they're growing exponentially faster than their comparable alternatives in the same category, have an average of 11%. So the overall average in the MarkTech landscape is 3%, but these guys have 11%. And what that tells me is if someone is inching north of 3% progressively, they're going to go into a hyperstate growth. That's interesting for me as an investor. And it's also interesting for me as in the vendor selection process. And it's just generally just very curious and interesting to be able to say, okay, I'm predicting that that business is going to go into hyper growth based on the rate of the growth of their referral traffic. But it's also in reverse. If someone is at 11% and they start shrinking month on month or year on year, you can confidently say this business is now exiting the hyper growth stage and becoming either more stable as a business or they're declining and shrinking as a business. I understand that if you're inching above the industry average of 3% referral traffic and your referral traffic starts to crawl up towards 11%, that is an indicator of growth. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. In 1919, John Wanamaker said, half the money I spend on advertising is wasted. 
I just don't know which half. Well, the advertising landscape has changed since then, and instead of reaching your audience on two channels, you're probably reaching them on 20. Turns out John didn't know how easy he had it. But that doesn't mean that you should give up on striving towards marketing effectiveness. No matter how complex your marketing strategy is, Mutinex Growth OX is the market mix modeling platform that measures the impact of marketing on your bottom line. Mutinex's market mix modeling platform calibrates your insights against the latest market conditions so you can make media and marketing investment decisions confidently and quickly. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, your best decision starts here. To learn more about Mutinex, go to mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Okay, here's the rest of today's interview. A special thanks to our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, the marketing mixed modeling platform that makes measuring ROI fast, easy, and cost-effective. Request a demo at mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. I guess the question for me is why? Why is referral traffic something that happens when you go into a growth phase? I guess if you think about a tangible example, you can think of the superhuman email client. So, you know, it was like a Silicon Valley darling and it kind of started to grow. And suddenly it was like they have the best product onboarding. They have amazing product market fit. And a lot of people started raving about it. They had a good press push. And then all these different blogs and different companies starting picking up and speaking about their success. And then that growth fueled the success for them more. And they had this nice flywheel go on. I think when a product is really good and it solves a real problem in the market, it garners all of this fame and the fame accelerates the growth that it's achieving. So I think that's why referral is a very interesting challenge in terms of a predictor. Yeah, I think that there is sort of the idea of when you build something that's great, people talk about it. And so you're getting a fair amount of high profile links. I also think that the marketing strategy starts to change when you go into a growth phase, when you start to think about hey, we have product market fit, we have a profitable or you know a path to profitability, what are some of the things that you do, right? You start thinking about building your brand, you start thinking about public relations, you start thinking about partnerships, and those are some of the things that start driving your link building strategy. And so I'd be curious to see not only what happens when you see referral traffic spike, but is there an increase in organic traffic because you end up getting more links when people are writing about you? So does your organic traffic increase as well? Have you seen any correlation to referral growth and organic traffic? We haven't done the actual study on that. I think it's a really great point, which I'll look into after the interview. But I reckon from experience, what's going on now with referral traffic is it doesn't relay as much traffic as it used to. People aren't really clicking those backlinks as much. I think you're getting authority and that domain authority, if you're producing consistent content, is going to help you in the long term if you have a focused SEO strategy and you're executing consistently. I think if you're not effectively creating content consistently, but you're gaining the domain authority, I don't think you're going to have direct benefit from relying on referral on its own, from my experience having worked like 40 plus businesses. 
yeah, seeing your referral traffic as a percentage go from three to 11% is not a huge jump. We're talking about an increase of 8%. But I think that it is a great indicator that you're getting somewhere, that people are talking about you and that you have, you know, we talked about organic and direct being the primary drivers of traffic. Well, if that's the case and you're starting to see referral traffic, that means that you're building your brand. That means that Google has a reason to start sending you more traffic because you are an authority you're worth talking about. So I think that referral traffic is potentially a leading indicator for other traffic sources growing. Oren, talk to us about the reason why you put this study together and also where can people that are listening that are interested in learning more get access to it? So the reason I put it together was I wanted to enrich and get more depth out of the original piece of work from Scott. It's amazing. You know, we had a I got on a call with him. I showed him the data that we have today and we've got some really great feedback. And also I showed it to Rand Fishkin. And, you know, originally when I was looking at the channel breakdown and I got the feedback from Rand, I thought this breakdown is wrong. And he actually validated that there was a company called JumpShot and they have a very similar breakdown. And that reassured me that actually the data patterns are accurate and representative. And, you know, these two characters are quite the authorities respectively. And it was great to get this validation from them. So, you know, more a passion project and just quite curious about it. If people would like to get access to the data when it's released live and they want to join the waiting list, then they can find the link curve.co.uk, that's curve with a K, slash martechpod. So curve.co.uk slash martechpod. Great. All right. Well, appreciate you making a vanity URL just for this podcast. Secretly, we're actually doing an enrichment project, and I haven't talked about this publicly yet. I haven't even told Scott Brinker yet, but we do plan on bringing him onto the show and talking about some of this analysis or at least showing him the content. But we're going through an enrichment project for the MarTech podcast list, not necessarily to understand the traffic pattern, but to understand who are the people that are working in the MarTech industry and what are some of the growth trends that you can pick out from when companies are hiring for specific job titles or specific functions more to talk about down the road. Very similar project. Talks to you about the power of data. Talks a little bit about how great at the work that Scott Brinker did, you know, the godfather of the uh, the MarTech industry. So thanks to Scott, first of all, Oren, thanks to you for coming on and telling us about your enrichment project. And that wraps up this episode of the MarTech podcast. Thanks again for listening to my conversation with Oren Greenberg, the head of fractional CMOs at Curve. If you'd like to get in touch with Oren, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes, or you can contact him on Twitter. His handle is Oren Green, O-R-E-N-G-R-E-E-N. Or you can visit his company's website, which is curve.co.uk. That's curve with a K, K-U-R-V-E.co.uk. And if you're interested in reading more about Oren's study, you can go to curve.co.uk slash martechpod. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to martechpod.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes, contact information for our guests. You can also subscribe to our once a week newsletter. You can even send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is martechpod, M-A-R-T-E-C-H-P-O-D on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Or you can contact me directly. My handle is Ben J. Schapp, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day this year. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy.
Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.